You're listening to Matrimony. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chris. This show is about our marriage. And our money. husband. Yellow. I think you used that one already. Well, yeah, I did. But it was more involved. I had a whole joke around it. (laughs) Okay. Oh, that's right. On this episode, we're talking about whether or not we ever fight, answering a listener question about how to budget on a freelance salary and how we paid too much money for our lack of handiness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that hurts. Okay, so life lately. Yeah, this was a, I'm kind of springing this on you, but it was, I feel like it was in the outline, so maybe you just didn't see it, but someone asked me, and it was, it was more, it was someone that listens to the show, but it was just like in conversations that we were having, and she was asking if we ever fight. (laughs) Of course, but not, not fight. Yeah, I feel like when I hear fight. someone say fight, I'm thinking of like yelling and stuff. And I would say we have like really strong disagreements, which I don't like it when couples say, oh, we never fight. Because it's not like we, It's I don't want to say as if we never have disagreements or are angry with each other. But yeah, we're not like yelling and screaming fighting. Yeah, I think they're like the very serious frustrations or, or, um, not seeing eye to eye on how to do something before there's been some system worked out and, Mm -hmm. and we'll rub each other the wrong way and rather than rubbing each other the right way. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) we never, ever yell and we never, certainly never use names or anything like that. Like, like fighting, fighting. I think we're both very respectful, like fighters or disagreeers. I think we're I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. But, but looked th- like you were going to counter to that. What do you well, think? Well, no, what I realized, though, is that I think we handle disagreements differently. Yes, for sure. Because I like to get into it, and I like to be like, be angry. Let's just do it. Let's right. just get into it. I just want, just want to be like, <laughs> like dripping in the, the disagreement. Emotion. Yeah. Ugh, and I don't like that, because yeah. I don't like, I don't like confrontation. I don't like us being angry at each other. I don't like us disagreeing, even though I know that ultimately it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I wouldn't want you to agree with me all the time. I mean, Mm -hmm. it sounds nice in theory, but I know that for, you know, for a relationship, it's nice to see things differently. That makes us better together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah. And I just tend to want to get like quiet and shut down. And yeah, so we do handle it really differently. I'm trying to be more aware of how, I think there is just an awareness that comes from getting older and from being in a relationship for a long time, just an awareness about yourself too and Mm -hmm. how you handle things. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of, um, you know, be aware of that and how you're handling yourself Mm -hmm. and whether or not that's like contributing positively or negatively. Yeah. I get very meta sometimes. Like I, like I actually am just thinking, okay, we're having a disagreement and here are these emotions and Uh they're just being had because that's the natural reaction to a disagreement or rubbing each other Mm. the wrong way or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that it will just be resolved at some point. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like you're already over it. I'm already like, okay, just let's, what's the process. Let's just do the process so that we're past it so Mm -hmm. that we can just move on. (laughs) Huh. That's interesting. Maybe I can try to do that. Which I think is a healthy thing because that means I assume that we'll just be worked out and not like it'd be a yeah. A you, wedge. Right. You don't see things. It's like, oh, well, this is the end. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's good. That's what I usually think. No, just ki- just kidding. 
Um, I also, oh, I wanted to say, I feel like you are better about saying I'm sorry. Really? I think, I think so. And I'm, I'm trying to be conscious of that and trying to be conscious of saying I'm sorry. Oh, awesome. (laughs) I'll look forward to that in the future. (laughs) Um, so anyway, so yes, of course we fight and we have disagreements. I mean, I do think that we have really great communication. Mm Mm-hmm. And so yes. I feel like we don't disagree that often or like in terms of like a disagreement or what I would say, like a fight in terms of being upset with each other for a day or more mm-hmm. is rare. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Really rare. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think most things we're over it within an hour, you know, it's small enough that we can recognize. I think we're getting really good too about recognizing when we're in the heat of the moment, especially with kids, mm-hmm. you know, just like it's really stressful. And Which I'm is like all 80% the time. Of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to be more conscious too of like noticing myself feeling really frustrated and that I'm frustrated about the situation and remembering mm-hmm. like, Hey, Chris didn't cause this situation and you're doing the best that you can mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Cause it is so easy. You want to take it out on someone. You're not going to take it out on the kids. Yeah to take it on your partner or maybe just kind of indirectly. So I'm trying to be more conscious of that. Um, that's you good. Know. I think I'm, I'm doing something kind of similar. Like I'll Are notice you? when, if you're frustrated yeah. or down about like a situation uh-huh. with the kids, it's harder to be empathetic. I think mm-hmm. cause you're like, we got to power through this. We got to do yeah. whatever, but that's like, that's the exact opposite way to react. Instead, you should be more, I should be more empathetic. Yeah. So I try to be that way. I feel like you, I feel like I notice you being that way. That's good. Um, it's, it's a, uh, this is the whole process of just figuring out how to yeah. handle disagreements that do come up or just the frustrations mixed in with the kids mm-hmm. and the chaos that they bring in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's all good. It's all, again, frustration is the stuff of love. That's the yeah. other thing I think all the time when think like, about that. I think about that too, ever since you said that. And I really love that. Yeah. It's very helpful. Like yesterday morning, was it? I was, yeah, I was driving the kids to daycare Oh yeah. and you stayed here right? and it was kind of a rough morning and the kids both were bawling in the car oh as I was pulling gosh. out uh, and, yeah, and yeah. you were just like, I'm done. And I'm just like, I'm just leaving. There's, right. Let's not even try to make them feel better, whatever. Yeah. Um, and the whole ride over, I was just feeling the like uh-huh. what you feel when both your kids are screaming, uh, and you're in a like small enclosed space with them. <laughs> yeah, but the whole time I'm like, oh, this this is why I love my kids. Aww. So it's fine. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> That's so sweet. That's really amazing. I feel like the other, another thing that I recognize and really appreciate that we do is I feel like we can. I mean, not all the time, but at a time when it's not in a frustrating time after bedtime or when we get to carpool and stuff together, I feel like we're able to talk about like, it's really frustrating when Dashiell's doing this and not even so much bringing up like, um, can you please not do this or whatever, but just like kind of normalizing those frustrating times. I think that that helps. We're both able to hear, oh yeah, like I'm having heart. I'm also frustrated. And it's just kind of like Mm -hmm. helps you remember like, Oh yeah, we're in this together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's hard for both of us. Let's not take it out on each other. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like those help. So, so really the, I think the message is that we're super awesome and you should really try to be just like us. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That is not what I'm, that is not what I'm saying. I'm completely joking. (laughs) (laughs) This is just how we slog through the mud of life. (laughs) Oh my gosh. 
gosh. That might be the episode name. Um, okay, so also in life and in sleep lately, I know that everyone is eager for that segment. We are trying a new experiment that just started today, and we are actually recording this um, just a couple days before this is going to come out. Sometimes we record them as much as two weeks ahead, but this one is coming out. We're recording Saturday night, and this is coming out Monday morning. So so we are experimenting. We have not had a chance to meet with our sleep coach just between our like schedules, finding a time we can both be on Skype together in the same place, um, and our sleep coach can because some of the times that we're available, she's not available, but we're planning to meet this week. But ahead of that, we are experimenting with dropping Dashiell's naps. Mm -hmm. And we were considering this before, but then we asked daycare about his naps and he was taking great naps. And so we were like, he takes great naps. Why drop them? Well, Mm -hmm. he continues to wake up in the four o'clock hour. He continues to, despite us starting the bedroom bedtime routine at, you know, seven in bed by seven 30, he's getting up again and again and again, we're, I think we're doing the right things. We go, we put him right back in bed, like no attention, mm-hmm. but he's pushing bedtime till like eight thirty. Yeah. Yeah. And we're sure. getting so little time to ourselves. That mm-hmm. is like, we have this precious, like honestly, like hour and a half before we like pass out after bedtime. Mm-hmm. But if he's pushing it till eight thirty, we basically have 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's not, that's not our kid, is it? That might be one of our children now. Sometimes it's hard because there's like kids that play behind us in the backyard shrieking and until like nine. Violently. Yes. You go check. Okay. Chris, Chris will go, Chris will go check. So, um, and I'm just going to keep the podcast going to be efficient and I'll just talk to you, dear listeners. So we are dropping Dashiell's naps. We started today. He made it through the day and went right to sleep because he was exhausted, but he had a really had a good attitude throughout the day. Um, and since it's Memorial day weekend, we'll have three days at home with him to try this. Um, so already bedtime was better. I'm sort of not expecting it to make his morning sleeping in any better at this point. I feel like maybe that'll take a couple days to kick in, but hopefully we'll be able to see, yeah, what happens by Monday or Tuesday morning. So um, hopefully um, by the time that you're listening to this, Dashiell is sleeping in till 7 a.m. No, that would be that would be insane. He'll never sleep until 7 a.m. 5.30, that would be a huge win. So cross your fingers for us. Okay, Chris is back. It turns out even though we got the easy bedtime, now Dashiell has growing pains, which he hasn't had in like three weeks. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. Super, super awesome. <laughs> This is, this is real life in real time. We're in fuck my life territory right now. (laughs) Oh no. Okay. So anyway, that is our update on sleep. Um, Great. Okay. Um, I know that everyone is on the edge of their seats wondering if we've named our house and if we have a phrase and finally we do. I feel like we say these things that we're going to do and I feel like it takes us a really long time to do things. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, I feel like we probably told people we wanted to name our house, I don't know, three episodes ago, like six weeks ago or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to think about things for a long time. Yeah, well, that's true. But uh, there weren't many options that we were really coming to agreement on. And so are you, I'm still wondering if you're cool with this because. No, I'm good. I'm are. good. Okay. Yeah, All I'm right. good. 
And so I think we mentioned to everyone last time that we were, maybe we said that we were pretty okay with Hi-Fi House. So yeah. yes, Hi-Fi House official. I love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's great. Great. The one criticism we got was in an email from a listener. Oh, what did he say? Matt. Hey, who, Matt. Who told us that uh, uh, the one negative is that Hi-Fi House might kind of sound like we were a stereo repair we'll come up on like the google maps (laughs) it's like stereo repair in your area (laughs) i think that's all right right. i mean if that's the worst if that's the worst that people could think Mm -hmm. i think that's all right right. okay he he did give us a thumbs up on the phrase oh thanks okay so and um oh did we already share our phrase too no not definitively oh okay sorry everyone (laughs) and it is (laughs) we're gonna go with Today is the day. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because, you know, it is like explicitly true. Like today is always the day. <laughs> what other day would it be? Right. So first of all, it's the truth. Yeah. So that's great. Right. But then second of all, it's also about, you know, owning the now and like being excited about the moment and all yeah. of that. Yeah. Not right. waiting to start. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited. So we need to design that and then we need to figure out a way to get it up on our wall. Yeah. So if anyone has any tips for us, Mm -hmm. let us know. (laughs) Okay, so let's move on to our money. Okay, so, oh my gosh, the house is finally painted. Mm -hmm. And I know I've been talking about that forever, but also it took forever. It took a month, a full month. It took a month. It was ridiculous. So we hired a painter that came highly recommended, not from one, but from two friends And, um, you know, I just, I learned a lot. I learned a lot during Mm -hmm. this experience. I just assumed that that meant, you know, they said that they did great work and stuff. So I was like, great. These are professionals. They've got it. Mm -hmm. Um, they gave us a a quote of 2,700. We said, you know, if we, um, if our neighbors use you as well, because our next door neighbors got the house painted too, could we make it 2,600? They said that that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they said the week that they would start, they started. And then they would kind of work for a couple of days. And then it'd be like, okay, they're like really making progress. And then it would be the weekend, but then they wouldn't be here on Monday. It just started dragging out and out and out. Yeah. And we had like a bunch of side projects built into the whole estimate. Like we got a doggy door repaired. So it just right. like filled in the wall and there was lots of patching in various places and it wasn't just the house. There's also like a, we have a grill in the back that's got yeah. like a big build out. And we did get our backyard wall painted orange, which uh, lo- looks amazing. So but, lots of different things, but, but yeah, but, so. it, but that was all communicated up front, you know, and should have been clear. But I, what I learned, I guess I just assumed, you know, they're professionals, they're going to take care of it. I mean, now on any future house projects, I'm going to be, just um explicit about a timeline well yeah and just like project managing like day by day okay what are you doing today okay what did you get done today what what time can i expect you here tomorrow you know i i didn't want to have to be like drive such a hard line i guess but yeah i guess the the work seems to be quality and they did do everything they said they would do for the most part and they didn't like push back when we were saying, okay, like you need to come get this done and get this done and this, get this done. So, and we have these extra screens on our, uh, one side of our house, sunscreens, sunscreens, yeah, that they accidentally got paint on and they couldn't get off. And the guy was proactive about replacing it. So like quality all the way through and I recommend him. 
with the caveat that, you know, just right. be prepared that he's not very communicative and you don't really know what the timeline is, <laughs> right. but when it gets done, it'll be great. <laughs> right. Exactly. So anyway, but okay. So, so we felt good about that. That was a chunk of money we had been expecting to spend. We also got new garage lights. We'd just been kind of wanting to update the whole look. So we got new lights for our garage and we also changed the address numbers, mm-hmm. which I'm so in love with, mm-hmm. which I don't know if we're going to share because I feel like just a privacy thing. Yeah, I guess we could. So I'm sorry. I can link to the place where we got the numbers. It's a really awesome local place in Arizona, and Mm -hmm. they look amazing, and they were not too hard to install. No, not too hard at all. We spent last Sunday with Chris installing them and me saying, ah, it's still a little little crooked. Ah, still a little crooked. (laughs) That That was was one of our disagreements. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so, yeah, so, but we had an electrician to come out to install the garage lights. Yeah. And... So I, I I just am uncomfortable with electricity, which is so dumb because all you have to do is just because I mean a it's just electricity. What can happen? <laughs> but you know, there's a circuit breaker. You flip a switch yeah, and you're yeah. all set to go, or even just turn the light switch off when you're like replacing a light. But um, and I think I've actually replaced lights before, maybe really? not in this house. I know that I have in the do past. Do you mean a light bulb? <laughs> because that's different. I've at least done that, which means I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, but I just felt like. Let's just let an, yeah. you know expert do it, and plus it was exterior lighting, which I didn't know if that'd be different <laughs> in any way. But um, and I also assumed wrongly that it would be like whatever twenty five bucks a light because it's. I was you know, thinking like seventy five bucks for like their their cost to come out here and then the two lights. Yeah, I thought it would yeah. be not that big of a deal. The actual cost was. I can't. I can't say it. Two hundred fifty dollars. I feel, I feel so embarrassed to say that on the show. But you know what? This is the honesty that we're bringing to mm-hmm. our listeners. Okay, mm-hmm. that does include though. We had him repair um, a light switch inside yeah. that was broken. So that was easily a hundred dollars. So it was only two hundred dollars <laughs> for the lights. Okay, so here's the thing too. Oh wait, that was actually fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> God, guys, it was so bad. This was, was bad. this was Mister Electric. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think maybe we should have shopped around. But okay, this is this is one of the things too, where maybe this is kind of like my philosophy where busyness costs you more money because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, when can we get someone out here? I didn't feel like getting three different quotes from people. Mm-hmm. We'd used Mr. Electric before, which I think is a national or it's a big company or whatever. And so it's like, okay, this is someone we've used before. Call them. I could schedule them. Then they're here. He's telling me how much it is. And I'm like, oh, that feels like so much, but I just want it done, Mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like just, yeah. Well, this will relate to my one big thing. Okay. This won't happen again. It it will not happen again. So we've learned our lesson. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry that we're not like setting a good standard for all of you guys. But so, so we know. You yeah. don't all have to email us and tell us that it's like no big deal at all to change the garage lights or <laughs> exterior light fixtures. We have learned our lesson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will do better next time. Okay. Let's move on to our listener question. Okay. So we got a question from a listener. She says that her um, husband has a, um, this is about, she is a freelance photographer and she's wondering about setting up a budget for like freelance work when you don't have a, like a really dependable income. Her husband does have a set income of 52000 a year and she's making anywhere from 800 to $3,500 per month doing professional photography. 
Um, they are also really interested in paying off their house and living debt-free, which is awesome. Congratulations, guys. That's an awesome goal. They owe approximately $220,000 on their house. Um, the other debts that they have are $13,000 for a used car that they just bought, but they don't have any student loans or credit card debts, which is awesome. And so they're just wondering kind of, yeah, where to start on a budget with this. And especially like keeping in mind that they want to, they have the goal of paying off their house. So they're hoping to, you know, like really maximize their savings. Mm -hmm. So let's get into this. Yeah, it's a good question. It's the whole, the freelancing thing. Cause we've gotten a few questions like this, like variable month right. to month income. And, you know, one of the questions was to start doing a budget, you know, this, this woman asked, you know, do I start with what we're spending now and then see what we can cut back on? Well, I think always the first thing you do is yeah. start with what you're spending, right? Yeah. Per category and just, and figure what that, figure out what that is month to month and then come up either it's a, like a, a set expense that happens Mm -hmm. regularly or it's some variable expense that you can come up with an average for right like across a number of months yeah yeah so i think at least you know at the very beginning yet you always do that so that's a good start yeah just um, just see where you're at and i think a lot of times too budgeting can just feel so stressful to even start but just to start just sign up for mint or just mm -hmm. like figure out a system of tracking expenses i mean i know some people are hesitant to use mint because you have to connect it to all your bank accounts it is just so easy to use mm -hmm. but maybe find a different one so that's just feels like a really easy entry you know just see where everything is yeah yeah and um there there is so that they have like a, a baseline expected Right, from her income, husband's right. salary. Yeah, and then hers is really widely variable. But I think, so the next thing that might be a good thing to do is for, if the wife has a really variable income, then just figure out what the average of that is per month. Mm -hmm. This is maybe how I would go about it. So figure out what the average is and just assume that average, mm -hmm. knowing that, um, and you could do it one of two ways. One is you could be a little more austere mm -hmm. and just assume that that money would never be there. And uh -huh. so that when it does come in, you know, th so then you build a budget based on your husband's income alone, right? And then any of that money that does come in is how you want to use it: Vanguard, or, right? Paying off mortgage, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't sound like exactly what they're going for. Mm -hmm. So then I would try to come up with an average, knowing that like in one month she pulls in three k, mm -hmm. but the average is actually more like fifteen hundred, say. Mm -hmm. So she's got fifteen hundred extra that she would bank literally, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. in a savings account, right? And then next month, next month when she makes only five hundred, she's got the extra to put towards the bills right, right. that she assumed she could pay off, considering her average per month. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would. So maybe there's like kind of a little, a little bit of a revolving savings account yeah. sitting there to help pad those kind of leaner months, in addition to then having like a longer term pay off the house, maybe Vanguard account. Mm -hmm. um, I did say they didn't give us full details of their finances, but. Just an emergency savings would be such a great, it, I think would be really necessary in this situation. And so I think before you even start saving for trying to pay off the house or making any extra payments like that, definitely just get your emergency savings healthy. They might already, they might already have that, but since there is the possibility, you know, um, especially if you're just working for yourself, what if you're sick or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you need to take off a month or two. Mm -hmm. just want to be able to cover everything yeah. For, yeah. for that time. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good, a really good idea. Um, and one thing, one way to go about it maybe, and it just depends on how, how much 
you know, play they have with the, mm-hmm. the categories they have in their budget and how much mm-hmm. they're looking to save or quote unquote cut back or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But you could think of it like maybe try to build a budget that requires, you know, your husband's income plus maybe up to say 75% of the average of what you make per month. Mm-hmm. That way, well more than half the time you... You're going to be over. Yeah. You're going to be be making more than you really need for your monthly budget. Right. So more often than not, you're going to be okay. So you can, that, and and that means ever more money to not only put into your emergency fund, but Mm -hmm. then to put into savings. Mm -hmm. And then most months you're feeling pretty comfortable. So just maybe, yeah, work off that average and try to go below. Mm -hmm. And that might be a good way to start Mm -hmm. making you feel comfortable. Yeah. And I'm, I, I bet that she's, it sounds like you guys are already so thoughtful about finances. You're probably already doing this, but I'm sure, you know, professional photography has its seasons, like probably Mm. that September through November, December, when people want Christmas card photos, and then maybe around the end of the school year when there's like senior photos and stuff. And so, you know, weddings. Yeah, exactly. And so it might be these things where you kind of are looking throughout your year and seeing that those are like your really peak. And so these are like also your peak, like bank seasons, Mm -hmm. you know, and then that like gets you through those other kind of leaner times. So, yeah. But good job having a, a nice side gig there that's pulling in some pretty good mm-hmm. pretty good money. Yeah, it's awesome. So good luck and uh, let us know what you decide to do and what's working for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's move on to one big thing. Uh, I don't have one yet. You don't have one? No. <laughs> Yours is one emerging thing. <laughs> um, mine is insourcing. Oh, <laughs> tell me more. Well, um, so I, I just wrote a blog post about how I cut my own hair for the first time. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with it. Yeah. It was difficult. Yeah. Really hard yeah. to do because, you know, we don't have like a well-mirrored bathroom or anything. So right. like holding a handheld mirror to see oh the reflection gosh. out of the other mirror to try to figure out what you're shaving That's or so cutting confusing. in the back. It's, and it's really hard. Like the angles are yes. physically taxing. Oh, you know what? That is what, I, that is what I deal with every morning drying my hair, I feel like. I feel like you do not appreciate that. I don't have to use all the mirrors, but it is like... I have to like hold my brush in one hand. I'm holding the hairdryer in one, you know, <laughs> and like dry all my hair. So yeah. I feel like maybe you have a little bit of appreciation. I do now. Thank you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, so, but uh, when I wrote this post and I was just talking about how, you know, I'm excited that I can cut my own hair now because mm-hmm. it will save significant money for us every yeah. month. Um, I, the the broader point was like in a consumer culture, which I'm, we're kind of, in, in a small way, kind of railing against all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we outsource stuff like we did with Mr. Effing Electric. Mr. Effing Electric. Because I think we're trained in, in lots of areas to be concerned about our ability to do something as well as a professional or that we could either screw it up or hurt ourselves or damage right. a house or, yeah. you know, cut an actual gouge out of our hair when, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, when a professional wouldn't have done it. But right. in reality... The thing I was mentioning on the blog is there is a thing called YouTube and on YouTube, yes. you can learn anything you want to and really. And we really are capable and, and, and some things you just need some practice. I yeah. mean, these people are, they're professionals and they're really great at what they do, but they've been practicing for a long time and all that stands in between us and doing that is, is practicing. Yeah. You know? And maybe not even all that much practice. So, yeah. so the haircutting thing, um, now the kids, now that the kids need regular haircuts, mm-hmm. that was that plus the hairstylist that we like at the place oh, that we go to is leaving. So sad. And so that pushed me over the edge. And I'm like, I was spending so much money going to this person and we're starting to spend money on the kid's hair. And so I'm like, let me just 
invest in. Yeah. So I, I watched some YouTube videos. Nothing looked too terribly difficult. Mm-hmm. I was kind of studying the girl cutting my hair the past right. couple times I went. You've been asking questions and, and actually asked her questions. And she was cool about answering them. So anyway, we invested $100 into haircutting equipment, really yeah. good clippers mm-hmm. and really good scissors um, and like various other random stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of a lot of money. But yeah. that was what, what I wrote about was, you know, if you if you spend even just like 10 bucks a month mm-hmm. on a haircut, right. it pays for itself in less than a year. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And if you have a couple kids whose hair you can cut too, then, you know, even yeah. faster. So, but the thing is I have kind of a quasi gentleman's haircut, which mm-hmm. is like really tight around the, the sides mm-hmm. and back and then faded up. Mm-hmm. But then there's longer hair on top that requires, you know, cutting with scissors and that's faded on one side. So it's actually, you know, there's, it's not just like one guard. You just right, go right. and you're done. It's kind of a complicated cut. Yeah. But I just went for it and I said, screw it. If I, if I blow it, then I'll just, you know, I'll shave it all down. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, it wasn't actually too big a deal. Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of decided on a couple of techniques and I watch a couple videos Mm -hmm. and then use those and I don't have like ridges everywhere and things are relatively well blended. It's not perfect, but it, it, nobody notices. Yeah. I wouldn't notice. You went to like some really important meetings just the next day and I think you looked professional. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so I insourced haircutting and now we're going to save significant money. Yeah every month and yeah. maybe I'll learn how to like, I would love for you to, and- I would love for you to learn to trim my hair. I'm up for it. So I, I tried to, well, I did trim my bangs this evening mm-hmm. and I feel like I totally botched them. So <laughs> I might be wearing them up for a while. Um, just, I am in desperate need of a haircut. So you need to figure this out. I like can totally do it very quickly. Okay, cool. But yeah, that's the whole thing is in the whole point is insourcing. Like we don't do it often enough and yeah. the good things that come out of it, not only saving money and that kind of stuff, but you learn some skills yeah. and then you gain the confidence to do more things yeah, on I think your that's, own. I think that's a really good point. You installed yeah. a new sink faucet for us I did that. last mm-hmm. weekend and that was mm-hmm. awesome. And that, I mean, that has made my life so much better. Oh my We're, gosh. Just yeah. Every time I wash dishes or just see it, it's just our other one was, it was leaking. We needed to change it anyway. And we'd been wanting to get a better one. We didn't have one that had a like, you know, pull Extending out nozzle. like, yes. Is that what you call it? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds so official. <laughs> anyway, it was like just very, very basic. And, mm. um, yeah, you installed this new faucet. It looks so great. And well, and the old one was low profile too, yes. so it like actually made the sink feel smaller. Yes, it was harder to get hands one of, and everything yeah. in there. This thing Chris has a big U. Chris is doing the hand motions. Yeah. <laughs> so now our, our sink is even more useful. Yeah, I would I would love to be I would love to be more handy. I definitely aspire to be, and it is one of those things where. I just get overwhelmed because I like to research things to death and I just like to have a lot of time to do things. Mm -hmm. And definitely just in our life right now, it feels like, you know, you usually have to do something with two kids around and noise and I can get kind of overwhelmed, but I would really like to be more handy and I think we should and we can. And this is maybe a good balance because I I think not very much about the project and I just go for it. Apparently I'll just, I'll just randomly cut my hair right before two big meetings the next day, which I totally didn't think about. That's really funny. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, so um, mm-hmm. so in-source more, you can probably save, well, you can at least save $250 on installing electric uh, appliances go. and oh my lights gosh. and things. Okay, so next up, uh, I really want new floors. So <laughs> are you ready to put in new floors? <laughs> the holdup, I would I would actually be willing to consider that, but the holdup there is not the flooring and the I know. skill. <laughs> I know, it's the money. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a three to five years. How's that sound? About four and a half to five years. <laughs> mm, I could live with that. All right. Okay. My one big thing, um, I think it's going to be summer breakfast dates. Mm. 
we had a breakfast date this past week to mm-hmm. kick off the beginning of the summer, which I love to do like a breakfast date for us um, at the beginning of the fall semester and the beginning of the summer time. Mm-hmm. And it just works out so nicely. You are working from home. So I took the boys to daycare and then I met you in downtown Gilbert at Snooze mm-hmm. and you rode your bike there. Mm-hmm. And it was just so nice. And I was just thinking, we just we just need to do this more often because I still was getting to work at a totally reasonable time. We just kind of dropped the boys off a little bit extra early. And it was just like such a nice way to start the day and start the week and just get kind of that extended time together. Mm-hmm. We don't very often have meals together, just the two of us. Yeah. So that was just really nice. <laughs> And then, yeah, we were in downtown Gilbert, which is becoming, I mean, our favorite place, Mm -hmm. checking out all this cool new stuff that's going in. It Mm -hmm. was just so nice. So, yeah, I want to try to do more of those this summer. And we just need to keep doing more of those even once you're, I mean, we can keep doing them while you're on sabbatical. And then once you're back officially at work, Mm -hmm. we can just keep doing those. It's so so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we have, I mean, sabbatical is stretching out seven months ahead of us. So. (sighs) It feels so, we'll so good. Be able to do that a lot. Feels so good. Yeah, Bergies will be our next stop, I think. Okay, Bergies, our, our little coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I love it. All right. Well, wish us luck, everyone. Hopefully, we don't have any more growing pain wake ups this evening. Oh, yeah. Did you already forget? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, so remember to email us your questions at heymatrimony at gmail.com. And if you enjoy the show, would you consider leaving an iTunes star rating or a review? We love to see those. And it also is awesome if you share the show on your social media or tell a friend about it. You can see what we're up to in between shows on Instagram. I'm Kels Wharton, K-E-L-S-W-H-A-R-T-O-N. And come over to our website, loveandmatrimony.com, for show notes and links for all the things that we mention on the episode. And we are reminding you to be insourceful and love your honey, not your money. made that word up (laughs) i know (laughs) i'm coining it tm